Super Bowl 54 edition. Live, live from Miami, Florida. Coverage of Super Bowl 54 is powered by Nitto Tire. Visit them on the web at nittotire.com. All right, welcome back to Unique Radio. We are live in the Wynwood section of Miami. We are at True North MIA, and I'm here with the the two men that are in charge of this operation, uh, Eddie and Eddie. Yes, sir. <laughs> not not to confuse the listeners, but we got Big Big Eddie, used to be Big Eddie, and Little Eddie, and now they're reversed. So exactly. I know you're listening, and you can't even tell the difference. I'm confused, and I'm looking yeah. at them. So, um, so Big Eddie, old Big Eddie, Yeah. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, how you got started uh, with the True North brand kind of, and where, where it started at? Okay. So, like, we got a... Uh, Oh, it goes actually goes a little further back. So my son actually, when he was born, he was born with a deficiency in his foot. So he was born with a club foot. Okay. So um, as a child, he had to have a bunch of surgeries on his foot until he was about three years old. Okay. Um, so he had to have his his foot pretty much broken like every two weeks until it got reset. Right. Um, you know, they had to cut the tendons and stuff like that. But by him having that cast on for three years, you know, it delayed the growth of his one foot and his calf muscle. So, um, you know, as a parent, you know, I'm going to buy him when he needed sneakers. I would always buy him sneakers, and it was to the point where I had to buy, like, a size, maybe one, and the other one's like, a half size. Right. And as he got older, it was, like, a size 7 and a size 4, you know. So now he's, like, a size 11 and a half in one foot and, like, a size 9 and a half, 10, maybe in the other foot. Right. So as he was growing up, I was always buying him two pairs of sneakers. And, you know, as he got older, you know, around 12 years old, he started getting taste, and he wanted Yeezys and the Jordans and all that. And I'm like, Jesus, you know, I'm spending $150, $200 already on sneakers. Right. Now it's going to be like, you know, $500, $600 for a pair of sneakers. Right. You know, and, and I tried to go around it. I tried to I send letters to, like, Nike and Reebok and all the sneaker companies right. to see maybe if I can buy two different size sneakers. But none of them, you know, kind of wanted to help me out. So... Right. Um, I bought him for a little while, but then it got to the point I'm like, hey, you got to work with me here, you know. So he actually started buying sneakers on his own. And um, he basically started to flip the sneakers. Right. So he actually bought a pair. I think it was the Pirate Black Yeezys. Yeah, I got three pairs. Yeah. So he bought like three pairs. Right. He got them for retail. And um, he, sold, yeah, he sold the other two for like $2,000 each. Nice. Yeah. So. So he made a nice, no nice return, like four grand for two pairs, and um, you know he didn't really tell us anything. So he, with this money, yeah, <laughs> they're like, this, "Where are you getting this money from?" I'm yeah. like, uh, "Yeah, starting to get all kinds of crazy ideas." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he started, you know, buying sneakers and shirts and clothing and accessories, just all kinds of things. Right. And he would basically buy one, 
to rock, one to stock, and one to sell. And it got to the point where his room was just like overwhelmed. So we had a room in the house. We used to call it the Supreme Room because everything he was buying was just going in this room, and he just had tons of stuff. And, um, you know, he still had all those other odd-sized sneakers. So we're like, what are we going to do with these odd-sized sneakers? So we actually went to the uh, Wounded Warriors Project in San Antonio, and um, we went to the area. It's called, like, the Intrepid. So it's uh, basically for all the amputees that injured. And, you know, who else better to receive one sneaker? And it worked out perfect for them. I'm sure they love that. Yeah, they were happy walking around with, like, one Jordan or one Yeezy. Yeezy. But, um, you know, it was we had all sizes, from kid sizes all the way up to adults. And, um, you know, they were really happy with that. So he basically said, hey, you know, I want to open up my own shop. You know, so he was like 16 at the time, and I'm like, you know, he's he'll grow out of it. Right. You know, like most kids, they. Right. And um, he just really had a heart for it, and right. uh, he just kept insisting, kept insisting, saying, "Man, I want, I want to open a store." So we're like, all right, well, I had a friend of mine. I'm like, let him go intern there for a while, and see how it works out for him. Right. And he started selling all his stuff there at this guy's shop. Awesome. And um, he was pretty much selling more of his stuff than the guy in the shop. And, uh, you know, we just kept an eye on it. It was like, wow, you know, didn't think it was going to work. Right. And um, so we waited like a year, and we actually offered to buy the guy's business, but he didn't want to sell it. So, you know, my son's like, let's just get our own place. Right. So I talked with the wifey, and I was like, you know what, let's let's just do for our kids now. I didn't want to wait till I'm like 60 years old. Right. And, um, you know, so we got all the money he saved, all his merchandise, and uh, we went shopping around for a bunch of stores trying to find locations. That's always fun, right? And, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, it was it was a battle actually because um, you know he wanted to do it on his own and 17 years old right. nobody wanted no a lease like, yeah. a three year you know lease on a building to a 17 year old and um, then the other thing was is trying to find the area so we wanted to find. I guess an upper class area right. where we wouldn't have issues with burglaries right. or anything like that. Right. So, um, you know, we went around and checked out some places and, you know, a lot of them like, well, what are you guys, what are you going to open? So we said, oh, Isn't you know, that crazy? Yes. Like, what are you going to open? Like, I'm giving you money. Yeah. Right? So we actually got turned out quite a bit. Right. You know, because we told them we we're going to have sneakers and yeah. streetwear and, you know, some of the areas we were in, they were like, yeah, no, no we don't want that here. <laughs> right. You know, crazy. and then um, we finally found somebody who was really cool, and he's like, yeah, man, let's do it. Awesome. And uh, we gutted the building out put some money into it, got it started, and um, we just received a lot of love from uh, community, Spurs players. I mean, it's just, it's just been taken off from there. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's just, he's doing his thing. Yeah. You know, so we're just 100% behind him trying to get him started and, you know, let him build his future because I plan on retiring soon. So Good for you. You know, I want to break. <laughs> and I'm sure you're ready, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, sir. This segment of Unique Radio is powered by the legendary brands of Harmon International, including JBL, AKG, and Soundcraft. 
Connected Car, Connected Services, Lifestyle Audio, or Professional Solutions, the brands of Harmon International have you covered. Visit them on the web at harmon.com. H-A-R-M-A-N.com. Tell me a little bit about, you know, obviously we, we got a little bit of the backstory about, you know, how you got into it, but how did you how did you learn the business of sneakers? Um, honestly, I want to say it wasn't it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. Um, I, I kind of, you know, started off on, like, eBay, okay. Craigslist. Um, I tried to get myself out there on as many platforms as I possibly could, um, make a name for myself. So I was on eBay, Craigslist, Instagram, Facebook, sneaker groups, uh, OfferUp, like, like all those, like, apps and, and whatnot. Cool. So yeah, and in school. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty crazy. That. Yeah, so I'd, I'd show up with a few Jordans in my backpack, and, you know, I'd be selling them during the passing period, and the teacher's like, yo, what are you doing? Right. And I get written up all the time. That has to be like some kind of new thing. Yeah. I remember like when I was in school, the kids that were like the entrepreneurs were selling candy. Yeah. Candy. Candy and soda. Candy and soda. And that was it. Like this guy's selling Jordans. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Things have changed. (laughs) All right. They just meet me at my house. So it just kind of took off like that. And then everything was kind of like word of mouth and kind of just made a name for ourselves. That's great. So So what was the impact? Like you said, you know, you got a lot of support from the community. What was the point that you saw that everything kind of like blew up? Was there a certain point in time or was um, it just a gradual build? I think it was just gradually. Yeah. Gradually, gradually slowly build. over time. I mean, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think to um, where we live. There's not a lot of places to go, yeah. and I think when we opened it up, we opened it up with intention because I always had to take him to like Austin or Houston or Dallas, New York, Cali to get clothes or sneakers because, you know, right. it was a little laid back there, so trying to find stuff was tough, right. and, you know, we wanted to bring it to San Antonio, and we're like, we got to do this right, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it just got out there, and, you know, the love was just unreal, incredible, yeah. Yeah. So, so what is so we have San Antonio. Uh-huh. What was the motivation to open up here in in Miami? How did that How did that situation come about? Um, I think it was just uh, one of the main things was that we used to live here, so I mean we're, we're we're familiar with the area and we have a lot of friends and family out here. Okay. So I mean I just thought we thought at least it would be just really cool, you know, come yeah. back home and plus just I open went to it school up. here too. So. Yeah, bring it bring it to Miami. I mean if it's in San Antonio, why not bring it to Miami? That's so. awesome. Yeah. And how's there? I know you guys just this is kind of like the unofficial. Yeah, it's kind of like a. Yeah, like a yeah. soft grand opening, I guess. Right. Yeah. And um, it's it's been a hell of a day. And I got to say, man, <laughs> you guys definitely have, it's, there's love for you. I mean, I can't even keep track of yeah. how many athletes and celebrities and, oh, yeah. you know, just just support and it, for your brand. Yeah. Is, and it's still early. I mean, there, yeah. 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 It's just, just the beginning. Yeah. It's just the beginning. So. so what's that like for you? I mean, you, you started out this business as, you know, a teenager 
Um, you're a young man now. Where do you see this going in, you know, five, ten years from now? Um, What's you know, the plan if you have one? The plan is to be a <laughs> multi-million dollar business. You know, I want to, I definitely want to, uh, you know, give a lot of, give a lot of money to uh, my family. You know, I want to take care of them, make sure they're well off. I want to take care of all my, my relatives and uh, basically anybody who needs help. So, I mean, I really like giving back. I mean, I think it's, uh, it was definitely a, uh, an honor to be able to, you know, walk uh, when, like my dad said before, I was born with a club foot. And before when, uh, when like, when they were looking at me in, in my mom's stomach through the x-ray, they said, uh, your son's going to be disabled and he'll probably never walk in his entire life. So I just thought it was crazy that I was blessed with this opportunity. So, I mean, I mean, it feels like I was given life. So I would like to give as much back as possible. So That's amazing. And not only, not only that, to say that he might never walk, but yeah. to be the yeah. owner of a, <laughs> a sneaker business yeah. on top of that is yeah. like... That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. And, like, in San Antonio, like, part of our motto is, you know, we like to give back to the community. Yeah. You know, we like kind of, like, definitely. pay it forward. You know what I mean? We have, uh, like, a, we good? Yeah. Oh. So, like, we do, like, a lot of pop-ups um, for everyone who's local. Like, we'll have local artists. If they're local artists, we'll come let them hang their artwork in there. Um, if they're into clothing design or DJs or a chef or poetry, whatever it is their knack is, they, you know, they'll hit us up and we'll have like a little pop-up for them and let them learn how to merchandise, let them learn how to interact with people, you know, because I right. feel like a lot of kids these days, it's all about, you know, everybody's texting, nobody's socializing, it's, right. you know, and it's it's a great thing, you know, everybody comes, it's like a gathering, you know, I mean, we've got people just come hang out all day, play video games or watch magazines or, but, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, it, it's just good, you know. It's good to feel feel really good when you're giving back to the community and everybody, you know, takes it all on and they're like, wow, you know, this is really cool. Thanks for the opportunity. And, um, you know, we're going to try and bring that here to, to Miami as well. You know, we actually have some local artists here that donated some art and, um, you know, pretty good pretty good Spread love. so yeah. today's like the unofficial grand opening yeah when do you expect to be fully up and running and um you know we we kind of got to talk about that we're thinking hopefully about a month hopefully about a month because it, it is a mom and pop's business right so you know a lot of our stuff we have to bring back and forth from yeah we're Texas, driving it all down and we drive it back and forth you know because right. honestly i, I just don't want to ship don't anything. really like ups right i mean i just yeah they just, just throw shit over our fence like yeah right. well they don't come it's just right. it's just tough so damaging our boxes yeah all yeah. that it's crazy yeah you're better off just doing the uh yeah <laughs> Eddie and Eddie exactly. uh, shipping company, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> um, so we have the about, figure about a month. Where can people find you guys on social media? Uh, um, we have uh, on our Instagram, you can find us at True North SA or at True North Miami. Um, you can also find us on Facebook and our YouTube channel. We have a small little YouTube channel where we post our videos and our events and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and that's I'm basically sure going to be a lot of videos so, from True yeah. North TV. Oh, yeah. Today we got our buddy Matt working on yeah. it. Yeah. Shoe Crew TV. Shoe Crew TV. Um, we flew him down here to come uh, help us out. But um, the channel's actually pretty cool. So, like, we travel wherever we go. We take yeah. him with us. Right. Whether it's an art show 
or a sneaker show or just hanging out. And, uh, you know, we just capture all that and kind of bring to life what's going on. That's great. Um, anything else you want people to know about the shop? Um, you know, what do you guys specialize in? Obviously, sneakers. I know you got some uh, some sneakers that everybody's looking at, but you also have some, like, handmade specialty shoes. What oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so right now, actually on display, we have um, we have the Heyman, who is a uh, sneaker customizer, and basically he made a, uh, a pair of sneakers for uh, Nate. Actually, uh, it's a pair of Air Jordan Ones. Um, it's the Off White, so it's a rendition of it. And basically, the Off White One is going to have like uh, I think it has uh, like horse hair, so it's all horse hair, and then it has uh, instead of saying air in quotations, it says hair. Right. So yeah, he, he's he's in there displaying all his stuff, and he makes a lot of cool custom stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. It's it's. Man, you got to check it out. That's that's the type of thing that's cool because you know there's a lot of sneaker shops out there. You can go and you know get the sneakers that everyone sees that are getting released and and all that. And you guys have that, but I think the special thing is working with the artists that you guys work with to bring in those special things that people might not be able to get anywhere. Like actually, for instance, um, Demar Derozan. So uh, we did a pop up with him and he came through. So we're actually the only store in the United States that's selling the Compton brand. And, uh, you know, it's opportunities just overwhelming. Right. And, um, you know, we just uh, got with Rudy Gay. And we're going to be selling his clothing line. And, uh, as well. And uh, Nate, today, yeah. I mean, it's just phenomenal turnout. Phenomenal amazing. turnout. It's amazing. Like you said, it's still early. I yeah. can't imagine. It's gonna yes, be, sir. It's going to be yeah. bumping in here later. And sure. um, definitely, definitely, definitely want to make a shout out to Will. I mean, yes. I've known Will for a long time. Uh, we actually, you know, grew up together. And, um, you know, I really appreciate him. We love it. We love supporting people that we know. And, you know, Will is a very loyal guy. And he talks very highly of you and your time back in uh, back in the day. So, you know, we do what we can to, to help you guys out. And we appreciate yeah. you having us here yeah, no, as definitely. well. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll be back. Yeah, yeah of soon. course. And, you know, on, to have you on, the next, on the next store opening. Yeah, Why definitely. Not? Let's yeah. do it. Definitely. Awesome. Definitely. So thank you guys again. Check them out uh, on Instagram, on Facebook. True North SA or True North Miami. Definitely. And uh, in about a month, if you're in Miami and you're in the area come, or in San Antonio right now, come check out the yeah. store. We're and, right uh, in uh, the Wynwood area. Uh, right at 2049 Northwest 2nd Avenue. Right. Right next door to the world famous House of Mac. House of Mac. House of Mac. And, so good. Um, yeah, definitely good so food. Good. Yes. Um, but yeah, definitely. Awesome. Thanks for everything, man. We really yeah, appreciate thanks for having it. Us. And, uh, awesome. Some guys party. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. Hotelling Group is a full-service insurance brokerage firm with over 20 years of experience. The Hotelling Group strives to understand their clients' personal and professional goals and desires. They will advise and guide you on how to secure the most cost-effective insurance program to fulfill your desires, needs, and more so to protect your assets and mitigate your liabilities. The Hotelling Group of products includes life, health, disability, long-term care, property, casualty, and 
and title insurance. The Hotaling Group has been able to build and maintain a diverse client base thanks to their focus on customer service and satisfaction and diligence in every aspect of their work. Their ultimate goal is to find the best product or products for each client's needs at the best price. Visit them online at hg-insuranceservices.com or give them a call at 800-987-1811. I got a special guest, a very good friend of mine, Rich. What's up, Rich? My man holds it down over here. Hold it down. He be holding it down here in Miami. How you doing, big brother? Yeah, it's a man. Pleasure so, to be here. Oh, I'm glad you are here. And let me tell you, it, you know, it, you know, it, it feels good to have people that I've known for many, many years. And I remember when I first came. Uh, matter of fact, you, you have to tell us the story because I, I know that I had to meet you on the side of the road by your old building. No, 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 it, no. There's a new building where Rick was and stuff like that. But tell me a little bit more. But how how did we link up before? I think it was uh, is when Joe first moved down here to Miami. Okay, that's, and then, that's uh, a while you ago. You know, Cal, this is, I'm talking about, man, 03, 04. Yes, 15, this is 16 years ago, exactly. We're going 16, 17 years strong, you know? Mm-hmm. Man, you've been a and you had the number. What was the name? Forever. What was the name of the company first that you was, when you first started out? It, was, it was with WD. Yes, yes. First when her, Miles were doing that's the right, dub WD. show. Yep. And, and, and I think we linked up because of you was doing, uh, and you still are doing Rick Ross's car. So I want you to tell my listeners, who are the people you worked with? What inspired you to get into the card game from day one? Yeah, you, you know what is funny? It's a tough it, market here. You know that. Yeah, you know what's funny is I'm thinking about it now, and it was the day that we shot for Dub Magazine. It was Khaled, it was Irie, and it was D-Wade. Yes. And then the Ross and the Joe, the pioneers and everything that built this city, they started, you know. Yes. You were doing you were doing the amazing stuff up north, and then, you know, whenever they needed something handled or fixed, they would call Rich. So it was kind of like a, a big brother, little brother relationship. You know, yep. I looked up to you, your style, the, the way you did the cars, and, and just your overall vibe. Um, I learned a lot because I was a young buck back then, you man. Was definitely a lot younger. I was Without a young buck. We're getting, old, we're getting older now, but... Tell all the listeners now, you know, what you're collaborating with and how you designing your cars and how you're putting the art with the cars. Because I think that people, you don't understand, like Rich has been doing this for years. This is not something that you just started seeing in the past five years at Art Basel. My man's been doing this for years. So please share those stories with us and, you know, to inspire these young kids and these young artists. Well, man, you know, I've always been a little uh, creative, even yeah. with, you know, when people You've been a little bit, yeah. cars. Yes, you would come up with these <laughs> creations and I would be like, what the hell is Rich doing? But now it's like he was ahead of the curve. He had to master it, man. It's, I saw all these colors and, and I wanted to brighten up things. And, and, you know, back in the days, it was all white cars, black cars, black wheels, red brakes. Right. I'm a huge sneakerhead, just like you. You know, clothes, fashion, like my eye is attracted to colors. Um, so, you know, growing up a little younger, I would tell, yo, I want to do this. Or, you know, man, what do you think of this idea? They look at me like I'm fucking crazy, man. <laughs> I don't like it <laughs> But straight up, they're like, what are you doing? And, you know, I, I stayed with the, the blander tones and so forth, earned my stripes, because at the end of the day, man, it's, it's about respect and and we're here to push the culture forward like you do. You know, we, we can't stay stagnant with things. No, no. Then it hit me one day and I was like, man, instead of me taking everyone else's opinion and their vision, I have a vision in my head that is crystal clear, but everyone else can't see my vision. So why am I allowing the blind to lead me? 
There you go. So instead of doing just two colors, I started with tri-colors, primary, secondary, and then complementary colors. You know, I started, sometimes I would start doing my research, I would look through architecture books, certain things, didn't tell anyone anything, but it's like, man, I'm gonna kill him with something special. Uh, and I remember I started doing like white, oranges, Tiffany blues. I dropped these, uh, this Porsche Panamera with these, there were the, what, what, what do we call it? The infrareds, the infrareds yes. that had the Air Max 90s with the infrareds, yep. it was gray and black. I said, man, I need to do this Porsche this way. So literally, it inspired me with the proportions and the colors to do it. Then, you know, I did the Def Jam Ferrari. Then Ross hit me. You know, I haven't been doing cars for Ross for a couple of years. He hit me. He's like, yo, the Not Def Jam Ferrari. Years. You've been doing cars for him for over 10 years. Yeah, but, you know, there was like a year break where he was super busy, and it wasn't about the cars. It was about the traveling. Yes, and it was about course, certain of things. of course. So he's like, yo, th that shit's hard. I'm like, yeah, man, we need to do something with this. So I showed him how the camouflage was integrated. You know, shout out to Bruno helping me with this and printing and, and bringing my vision to life. So I took the Babe Camo with uh, a P-51 Mustang from World War II. I looked to the Spitfires, and nice. I created this camo pattern that would basically be proportioned symmetrical, but also be loud. I wanted to accent the cars because, you know, the Ferrari, the 458 with the mm -hmm. headlights, it's a yep. certain way. So I did the shark mouth. Um, and from there, everything was history, man. Then I did LeBron's Lambo. For well, that's Nike. what I was gonna bring up. That, I mean, what? Yeah, that, I'm gonna be honest. That one right there, with the Nike project with LeBron. This is when I, you know, and I've always been proud of Rich because he's always stuck to his his lane and to like he was focused on doing what he wanted to get done. Right. And he didn't care what anybody said. And you gotta respect that. Like he's always been. And like, yeah, you know, nah, Rich gets it done. So. One time, this, I saw this thing on uh, ESPN or whatever it was. It was ESPN, Slam Magazine. All these, all these networks covered it, and Rich did this, uh, this rap and this design with the LeBron James and Nike. People were calling me, "Yo, who is this guy, Rich? Who is this guy, Rich Calanthe?" I'm like, "Who the fuck is Rich Calanthe?" You know what I'm saying? Because you know, he just said WD. I know him like I, I think I got him still on my phone. WD Rich. Right. But so, so I'm like. Who the fuck is this Kanye guy? You know, he's doing some shit. Boom. Right. So I go on and say, oh, hell no, that's my little brother right here. So everybody, they, you know him? And I'm like, yeah, yo, his, yo, he's traveling and he's branding. He's going, you know, he's backpacking it, going to L.A. He's going to this. He's, he's traveling. He always is, is really, he's chasing his dreams and making them reality is what I'm saying. Yeah. Would you say that? I would definitely say that. And two notes to what you say, a little, little backstory. I know many people know this, but... Uh, so in regards to the Lamborghini Aventador, I first did it, and they were like, why do you have palm trees on the Lambo? They're like, that shit makes no sense. I'm like, man, I opened up the Lion's Pride shoe, and I showed on the inside of the shoe, it was all palm trees. And what I'm explaining is, at that time, LeBron was on the journey where he was a great athlete. He had all these great numbers. He, he was stronger, faster, quicker, had better core vision. But to be a champion, it comes from within. So I wanted to take that energy of the shoe from within right. and put it on the exterior because, you know, at the end of the day, you can be talented, but a winner is a mentality. 
you got to be a champion. And and that was the creation from that. So like we were saying. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly. So after that, you know, the Rich B. Caliente hit TMZ. It was on the whole yep. page of Yahoo, Google. All over the place. Great, that was a great, I don't that was a great look for you. Great I think yeah. it would be quicker to say where it wasn't as yeah. opposed to where I, I mean, it was everywhere. And the funny thing is that Caliente name, uh, we were in San Diego one time, right? I was traveling with Travi from Drink Class Heroes. It was me, Cool, and Dre. We just landed, and, and uh, we were doing the dub show there. Shout out to Herman. That's my boy. Love him to death. Herm. And, uh, Herm. yeah, we're in San Diego. Then we drove, man, I think we were three miles away from Mexico to do this show, right? At, like, 6 p.m. So, so Travi gets on stage, and they were messing me. They started calling me Richie Spice because, you know, I'm, I'm West Indian, and there's a right. reggae singer. So Trav goes on stage. You're like, yo, Rich Caliente. And then it just stuck, man. That's dope. So, you know, my That's last name begins with a B, so it's Rich B. Caliente. We live in Miami. Rich B. Hot. It was, right. the, the synergy it's, was just, it, it was you. organic. Yeah. It fits you. Definitely, that is definitely a, a great branded name for you. And uh, I just saw your newest piece, by the way. It was, he was telling me the size. I'm like, that can't be that big. Yo, shit was so big. That piece is amazing. Tell, explain them. That, yeah, I know they're not able to see it, but try right. to like visualize it and speak it to the Well, it's kind of like a Jackson Pollock style, but think about it like three, four dimensional, meaning we have seven or eight different coats on it. It's like I paint and then I use the epoxy resin with a blowtorch, I heat it, and that's just one layer. So imagine nice. it's like me painting seven, eight layers. So you actually have the depth in there. Um, and, and that goes back to my to my origins of, of the car world. You know, the colors, putting it together. Even though it's paint splatter, it's symmetrical. And that's what really pushed me and inspired me to start doing this splatter, man. Like, I was doing Kid Robot. You know, like, Kid Robot saw the LeBron car. They saw this, like, you're waiting rich. for mine, too. I need one for the crib. I know. I got yeah. you. I got no, you. No, no. He got some official. Yo. He's been dealing with those guys for, I don't know, how long you been working with Kid Robot? Seven years. Look at that. Yeah, it actually, dude no, hit me up hot. and he's like, man, I love, I love your, uh, I love your, 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 what you're doing with your cars. You're an artist. I'm like, man, I'm wearing a fucking Kid Robot t-shirt. I love Kid Robot. Uh -huh. Been doing man, it for a long time. He's like, fan. yo, we need to sign you. You need to be like legitimate first ever artist that's come from the automotive world and crossed over into the real art world. Right. So we pushed that, you know, I was doing Kid Robots Heavy, and then about three years ago, my best friend actually passed away. Rest in peace, Sumo, and uh, man, wow. I didn't want to do cars, because I was doing his car when he passed away. Oh, man. So that's how I started yeah. getting into the canvas work. I literally locked myself in my studio for two to three months, painted like 30, 40 pieces, and it was a way of expressing myself even further. Right. You know, there were cars, and there's Kid Robots. And now there are canvases. That's why I'm so detailed with it. Right. And I feel like everything comes back full circle because, you know, now I'm about to do a couple projects with Will. We're about to tear this whole city. We're about to tear That's it up yeah, globally. Yeah, I'll give like, you a quick story that, that nobody knows. Like, so Rich calls me up. He goes, yo, Will, listen, you started this shit a long time ago. He goes, you need to start getting yourself back out there, letting them niggas know. Oops, excuse me. But, you know, letting right. people know that we be getting things done. He goes, you you know, you've been doing this for a long time. You got to really come out there, and, and we're going to need to do something together. And I'm like, you know what, Rich? Whatever we need to do, let's definitely uh, let's get it done. Yeah. So so I, I think by for the end of the year, Seam is coming up in November, L.A. Order Show. So I think, Rich, we need, you, we need to collaborate on something really special. No, we're about to get it in. We did this. Uh, I did this wide-body Lamborghini Urus for Art Basel, oh, two-tone. Yeah. It actually just hit Hypebeast Sick. yesterday. Sick. But just be warned. 
The kicks are coming out to match the car nice. very soon. Shout yes. out to my guy C's. And this summer is going to be our summer, Will. It's a new decade. Yes. Man, this man has taught me so much. He inspired me to say, you know what? As a kid, we grow up and we play with cars. Like, that, that's, our, that's our shit. Right. Our shit is like we're playing with cars. We learn about cars. We love cars. But to actually be able to do this and create a living so we can do things for fulfillment, man, yeah. like, that's one of the biggest blessings you can ever have. That's so great. So for the people, you know, for the people who are listening right now, where could they find you on social media? Where could they find your artwork, your website? Where are you at? Uh, it's Rich, digitally. RichBcaliente.com. That's R-I-C-H-B-C-A-L-I-E-N-T-E.com. My Instagram is RichBcaliente.com. Um, I'm sure you probably see my work around if you take a look. A lot of it's familiar. We like to, you know, roll in silence here and just be creative and, man, just move the culture, man. Just be positive and just, you know, sometimes people don't get things. It's okay if people don't understand your vision. There's no reason to be upset, man. you got to guide people sometimes to understand your vision. And I feel like right. a lot of people are cut short just because a few people that don't get their vision like, nah, man, that's not a good idea. Well, that's not their idea. This is your idea. Exactly. And I'm here to push that positivity to and like, then, and, you know. And don't you feel like, too, it's when when you're talking about that and, you know, someone's right on the edge. And once once it clicks with people, it's like now the doors are wide open and they get you. They know where you're coming from. And it's just everything. It, it's all it's all acceptance. But you got to work through that. You got to like you said, guide people to see your vision and they go to grasp it. And right. you know, one thing, you know, there, there are labels here, right? And you know, we're in the automotive industry. People are calling me an automotive designer. Then I'm an artist. What am I? I'm a creator, brother. Right. We just come up with ideas and, and we push the limits to move things forward. Because as much as people say things, you know, why why put this color brake caliper? Why do this accent? Why do that? Man, you got to have progress. If people don't think of these ideas, like a microwave that you heat up food in was created off of a, a, a whim of an idea. Right. People must have said they were crazy. So we just got to keep pushing it man and like you say it's willpower and it's that mob mentality rest in peace Kobe you know yeah, yeah. absolutely that was just about sad. pushing that forward yeah so sad man but very sad it's a pleasure being here and, and I can't even express to you in words how much this uh how much my I'm, I'm glad to say my friend yes no no means to me and has yeah. inspired me to just keep your head down do your work and and man the sky's the sky's the limit yeah, and I could say, you know, Will doesn't talk about too many people like that, and you're one of the names that he brings up, you know, quite he's often. Genuine, yeah. There's a, it's very yeah. hard to find genuine people in our industry, to believe it or not. Uh, I think that we could collaborate a lot more. I think that, you know, obviously in our industry, this car industry is very uh, a lot of testosterone and a lot of egos, and right. that, that actually takes away from everybody getting along as as one as a one unit and right. one family uh, instead of helping each other and that's what I feel like I get a lot of help from a lot of people down here in Miami and they've always you know they've always showed me respect and I show respect back to them as well so absolutely it's fan thank you brother I yeah. appreciate thank you coming you so much. Well, you, but before man. you appreciate sign you. off though before you sign off who you got for the game this weekend KCO 49ers all day long since I was nine years old I got wow. with the 49ers okay oh so you're a Roger Craig fan Roger Craig hey John Taylor Ronnie Lott. Jerry Rice Rathman Ronnie oh, Lott. oh 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 he's I a 49er mean, fan Ricky right. Waters Garrison Hurst Brent Joe 
Jones. How did Frank, you? What how did you York Frank Gore? What about, Frank, what about Frank Gore? Frankie's the man. That's it, yo. Hall of Famer. Yeah, Frankie is the man. So I, I love the 49ers, man. Yeah. Even before I moved to the U.S., when I lived in England, I, I would stay up late and watch the Super Bowls in the 49ers. And my most favorite two players, Steve Young, Joe Montana. Joe Montana was an undersized quarterback, had a heart of gold, right. and he won four Super Bowls and never lost. That's right. a big thing to right. never lose. Yeah, right. That's crazy. But, All right, so here awesome. it is. 49ers. We'll be back. As the originator of aftermarket performance exhaust systems, Borla Performance products are unique in three ways. They are made from exotic materials such as stainless steel, titanium, and carbon fiber. They come with a warranty that outlasts a vehicle's life, and their muffler design allows for a bolt-on and easy fit. For more than three decades, hundreds of other exhaust suppliers have attempted to copy our winning formula, but haven't come close. Borla Performance remains the world's leader in upgrades for performance exhaust systems. Borla Performance, leader in performance exhaust systems and induction. Back to Unique Radio here. We down at the Winwood District at my man's store, uh, True North MIA, a uh, very good friend of ours. I'm Jimmy's on hand, and I got a special guest, uh, an honor for him to be on this show, is uh, Nate Robinson. What's up? NBA, you know, all-star, everything. Uh, all that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I used to watch you all the time, and you was doing it for us, our short guys, man. Right. You, you know, I'm not gonna lie, yo, <laughs> yeah, they need, you know, it started out with Spud Webb, <laughs> right. and then, you know, and then I see Nate coming, and he was on, he was on our Nick team, and, and he, you know, you won, how many slam dunk Three. contests? Three, yeah, yeah. Man, how you get those ups like that? For, I mean, like, after a while, it takes a little toll, right? I mean, honestly, bro, like, it's God-given ability, man, and I and I just thank him, you know, for, you know, giving me the bounce that he gave me and the, and the stature for being 5'9", and I think, you know, for me, him creating me, I think it was just just pure inspiration for the world, for kids to see that, uh, you know, no matter how tall, how short, whatever, like, you can do anything if you put your mind to it, so... Uh, I just think he gave me this, the heart and passion to just keep striving to, to be great. And I just took that and ran with it and worked out. Just I kind of willed my way into the NBA because people said I wasn't going to make it. I, I just really wanted to show them that I could. And you had, and obviously when you played, you played with that chip on your shoulder all the time. Yeah. And, you know, a lot, a lot of people, like, you're actually an inspiration to a lot of, uh, you know, young kids that are, like, coming up and they're not going to have that, that you know, 6'4", six, 6'8", six, you know, they, they still, like, right, right. now they're still pushing for that that guard to be a 6'8 guard, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, they, even 6'10", you right. know what I'm saying? It's allowed, it's like, you came into the scene and it's like, wow, and you won these championships, not just one, but three. Yeah. And... You play with a lot of fire, and we used to watch that all the time. And you know, we appreciate you because you know, in New York, obviously, we're hard workers and stuff like that. Right. So you came to work every day. Yeah, I just, I just wanted them to see me. Like that's, that's how I played it. And for so many years, they always look past the little guy. You know, it's like one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I want him, the tall guy. You know, we got our right. team picked. You feel yeah. me? We'll so, take, all right, you, the last guy right there. Come on, we'll take you on so, our squad. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. so it's like for for me when I stepped on the court, I just wanted them to see me. I wanted them to see my, you know, my light shine right um i want them to respect the grind that i put in i want them to respect my game so i just play with that fire and that passion and then I, i'm a people's pleaser so the fans like i'm doing it for them you know i'm getting them hyped in the, you know, the crowd so yeah for me i just really wanted them just to to open their eyes and see the grind the respect the passion the love that i have for the game and i wanted them to uh you know to 
to cheer for that. You know, not just me as an individual person, but just, you know, where I come from, you know, what I stand for. Like, I wanted them to be a part of that. So that's like, that's why I went so hard. That's real. So tell us a little bit about what you got going on here. Today's a launch. Tell, yeah, me, tell me a little man. about, you know, your apparel, your, you know, your whole line that's coming out. So, um, you know, right now, first of all, I got to give a big ups to Joe Kim Noah. He's the one who started this whole hold that movement. Um, years ago when he was in college, he won a national championship. He used the hold that slogan. And when I got to the Bulls in 2013, he would say it so much. And I was like, bro, what are you saying? What is your hold that? What does it mean? And he was just like, yo, like when you get a bucket or somebody hating on you, you accomplish something, you just tell them hold that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was like, bro, I hope you don't mind me. I'm about to use that. If you ain't using it, I'm about to use it and show you how to create, you know? And he let me, and he let me use the word. And I just, you know, yeah, and I just took it, took it by storm, and and ran with it, and uh, and I just wanted to show, you know, show the world, you know, what hard work is, what, you know, what hold that really means. You know, it's not just a word to just say; it's really meaning like success. It's like the ultimate word for success: winding up on somebody. Um, uh, it's accomplishing something that somebody said you can't do. So that's, you know, that's what it's all about. It's all about love and positivity. And and, and where are you going to be having this clothing line? Is it going to be at boutiques? Uh, it's, no, it's going to be online right now. We just we just started. So, you know, today we just went live on our uh, website. And, and what's today, the website? Website is uh, the Hold That website, Hold That Clothing. Uh, you can go on my Instagram, Nate Robinson. You can follow us, Hold That Clothing, on Instagram. Uh, yeah, but we just started today but 12 o'clock I just we went live and you know we got here at True North they let me have a pop-up shop you know in the house of Mac Hennessy shout out to all those guys uh, a couple people that I haven't shout out yet for sure my boy Reggie Moore from uh, California he's from Seattle but he has a he has a brand called Sky Blue and he's the one that kind of pushed me to actually get out and do your own brand yeah and I was kind of nervous and scared at first yeah but my boy was just telling me to stick with it and just uh, you know you'll be surprised how many people love you and how many people support your brand so I'm here and I'm doing it and uh, I haven't looked back ever since well you know we're going to support you and we Absolutely. really appreciate you know yeah, thank obviously you. Oh, I, it's I, hot. I get to you know get to meet Word. one of my favorite players thank man. you man I That's appreciate love. you man and uh, and you know uh, just for like you know for kids and stuff like that like I know that you know who do you think is going to win this game Honestly, I want, I want Casey. I, I love Mahomes, man. Like he, it, it's something about his aura. It's something about his magic and what he brings to the game that you can't stop watching. You know what I'm saying? Like the way he plays football, you fall in love with. And I love that as a quarterback and him leading his team. He's young. He's electrifying. He has super. He has positive energy. Then yeah. he. It's like when he passes the ball, he passes the energy to the next guy. You got the, the tight end. Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey he's balling. Yeah. You got Tariq Hill. You got Mr. Robinson on the side. You got they you got, got some Williams killers. on they the got running back. Killers. They got so yeah. many guys, man. And it's so cool, man. You got my guy Clark on the defense who came from the Seahawks, who, which I love. And I just want to see them guys. I want to see them guys do it. And I want to see them guys do it in a game where you just – I want to see a blowout. I just want to see them blow them out. <laughs> I do. I don't, I don't want to see – I think they're going to catch like, a I do love I the 49ers, too. Touchdown. I do love the 49ers because I'm from the Bay as well. Like, I got family in Oakland. So I got love for the Bay. But it's just something about the 49ers. I mean, uh, Kansas City Chiefs. I think it's time for them to win one. Yeah. Okay. And, and I, I, I look at I look at uh, Mahomes basically 
like the Seth Curry of football. Right, right, right. Because right. he, it's all under. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's like, a unique, it's like it's a he's unique the style. Four point play, yeah, like yeah, four yeah, pointers. Yeah, yeah. But he's out there just. Yeah, it's right. wild. It could be from his left hand. Yeah, that's it's, what I'm saying. It's exactly. just wild. He could just if a guy, toss it, I'm just waiting for him to do something that quarterbacks never crazy. done. I yeah, want to see a yeah. behind the back pass. Some crazy Like him running, he just throw a behind the back pass and complete it. Like to me, like like where they're going, it's unbelievable because, you know, for him to be able to wiggle outside the pocket and make the plays and the arm that he has to throw it deep on the run, like that's crazy. I think I think he's setting it up for a whole new generation it needs of to players. Be. It's time. It needs yeah. to be. It's really time. Yeah. It's really time. I mean, we really we, haven't had that since Vic. I'll be that's honest. what I'm saying. Yeah. So we haven't had that. So we had. So we had Tom Brady, who's and we had uh, Peyton Manning, who's you know the the, the prototype, traditional, yep. the traditional right. prototype. Right. They they killed the game. Drew Brees. Yep. Or they killed the game. Now it's time for Lamar Jacksons. Yes. And yes. you know what I'm saying? Because Mike Vick, Mahomes. Mahomes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's time. It's time. Everybody was watching Mike Vick when he was doing the play. He was as a Falcon. Right. Because then it would encourage kids that can run that want yes. to play quarterback that mm-hmm. can go out there and do it so yeah. and I go way back as far as like Randall Cunningham I was a big Four. fan of Randall Cunningham too, too when I was a My kid was, him he Doug Flutie Doug Flutie Doug Flutie he would just throw the ball like what, Randall threw the ball it was like it looked like it was going 90 yards yeah. and then yeah. and then he just like the, what the, the best one was when uh, LT hit him yeah against the Giants a big highlight where he almost hit him and he almost went down and then climbed over and still scored. Like yeah. He was just official. Yeah, fast. Yeah. But y'all, I just want to say thank you, man. Yeah, and, thank and you, man. Congratulations on yeah, you know sure. all thank that. You, and man. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. Yes, sir.